Hi, it's Pam. And it's Gary again. <laughs> it's, uh, you got me again. Now he just won't go away, people. <laughs> You're stuck with me. You oh, see what you started? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad. I've got a few things to talk about on this Monday. You begin to lose track of what day of the week it is. One day seems like another, like another. It, it's it just does. here we are. It really does. But we have a few things to talk about. I want to talk about the, the apartment in L.A. with no kitchen. I think we should talk about binging on Ozark. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good one. And we'll talk a little bit about our drive yesterday that we took, just because we needed to get some fresh air. Yeah, boy, I tell you, I just uh, need to get a little change of scene once in a while. Yeah, yeah, you do, even though our... <laughs> Yeah, and let's get real. Our scene when we sit out in our outdoor room, it, it's it's pretty nice. It's 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 really oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. But still, you just these these legs are made for walking, and you gotta you gotta do something. Yeah, you gotta just get out there and experience the outside world for a brief time and from the safety of your car. Yeah, we tried to. I was videoing as we drove along Ocean in Juno Beach, the Juno Beach part of of, uh, of Ocean. You go up US-1 and then you veer over, just like a little kind of dog leg, as it were, onto Ocean, so that you're driving along the ocean. And um, there are a lot of uh, uh, barriers to be, not be able to see the ocean real clearly. They have a lot of vegetation. They have the uh, sea grapes, uh, a lot of sea grapes and other... Uh, other things growing there. They're not out of control or anything. You can see through there, but it's... They're very thick. They are. It's not like you can just drive along and there's the ocean easily to film. So I had to I had to film what I could. to Because the, the sea yesterday, the Atlantic Ocean, well, uh, South Florida has beautiful beaches in, in ocean anyway, but it was really really gorgeous yesterday. I think what was surprising was just, and I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have been surprised, the number of people mm -hmm. that were out, uh, and an extraordinary number of people walking, jogging, mm -hmm. bicycling, walking their dog, yeah. uh, all up and down ocean. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of people, we tried to, we did get mm -hmm. out of the car to take a, a couple of photos. The red flags were up, which we've never seen, meaning the beaches are closed. And <clears throat> excuse me, we we got out. We kept our distance though <laughs> from it, from anybody else. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think people are aware about the social distancing I, you know, for the most part. I, I don't know. It's it's confusing. Are they? I'm I'm not sure who, what source yeah. they're listening to. But anyway, all of that aside, um, I read a funny story about this guy in Los Angeles. It caught my eye because his apartment is. 500 square feet or maybe slightly less, he said, and he has no kitchen when he moved in. I really didn't think that was legal. I thought, according to <clears throat> rental codes, you had to have a certain standard in order to rent property. Very unusual to rent a property without a kitchen. I thought so. But anyway, he, I, I did not learn what he paid in rent for it, but he was very creative, and the apartment was cuter than many places that, that are large that I've seen. <laughs> he had done an incredible job with utilizing his space, and he turned a closet into a kitchen. 
And, and he had uh, like a, a small convection portable, you know, one of the small ones, convection mm -hmm. oven, a small microwave, uh, a double burner uh, of the ceramic kind Table of... Tabletop burner, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And everything was neat and organized, but I loved the way he decorated it. It was bright and cheery, and the apartment had, the way it was situated, there was the living space and this and the closet uh, separated another space that, so he said, it's almost like having a one bedroom, but both of the rooms had large windows and he had really pretty uh, window uh, coverings on them and uh, window treatments, which I'm not big on window treatments. I We have them in our bedroom because we have to, but I like the the openness if you don't have to. In our living room, we don't, and so. But anyway, that was kind of a, a very cool story. He called his decorating style kind of like, you know, Grandma Cottage meets modern kind of <laughs> kind of thing. And it was. It was very, very fun. I love creative solutions. I do, too. And and I thought, here's this guy. And they said, he said, I have storage hidden everywhere. You wouldn't believe how I've stored things. And you wouldn't because it was so just beautifully done. And I thought, you have people with really large, we've, we've known them, we've seen them, huge monster houses. And I'm sorry, just no clue what to do with that space. Yeah. And uh, so I, I really do appreciate that when we had our loft, one of our loft spaces in Dallas, and someone else had looked at it, and then we became friends with them, and they came in and said, oh, we looked at this unit, didn't get it because we didn't know what to do with this space. I can't believe what you did because it was a wraparound loft that went around the penthouse and it went around a corner with these huge windows and and this open space of, you know, wow, what do you do with this? And the bedroom was upstairs and it, it was uh, a different kind of layout for sure. Yeah, it's basically one big room, and then you have to figure out yeah. how to subdivide it. Well, if you're, this one was not quite that, because it did have a door for the second bedroom, which we used as an office. No, that's true. You had a sliding, like a pocket door kind of thing. But anyway, um, it was it was pretty cool. So, I, I love creativity and taking something small like that and really making it into something. That's And it, it just goes to show, you don't need all that space. We have really downsized uh, from when we were raising Brandon and we needed we needed a big a big space and so um, it was yeah uh, kind of like the trend of tiny houses uh, for that was so hot for a while I don't know if it still is or not yeah I I never did really uh, those uh, I, I think what I didn't appreciate about those they seemed flimsy and they seemed someone else trying to kind of drive that train a, a bit. You had to adhere to someone else's style. So anyway, but let's move on to how we tried to fill our weekend <laughs> uh, by binging on Saturday. And I didn't watch anything yesterday. didn't turn it on. Um, on Ozark. Yes, this is season three of Ozark, the, uh, the couple that's... Uh, <laughs> that's wound their way into crime and the drug cartels in Mexico. And uh, so you're, you're following their odyssey of, you know, owning this uh, casino in Missouri you know, on a riverboat casino. 
and how they're laundering money. And you wonder, every when the season ends, like one and two, you wonder, who are they going to go with the story now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I guess we, season three, answered that question where they've, uh, you know, they're in their firmly established in their laundering business, and then now they want to expand. The, the thing about all of these shows, you have to really keep up with season to season. And sometimes you just really don't want to do that. But what I like about it, especially, is that it's a great vehicle for Jason Bateman. And I, I like him as an actor. I think the writers, in my opinion, could have done more for him in season three. Um, just I won't give away you know any spoilers here but I just I think they could have they could have written him a little better I think yeah he uh I, I think they they almost make him a little one-dimensional mm -hmm. they don't really give him a chance to to really uh, uh show his whole repertoire of emotions no but uh certainly Laura Linney does she is yeah and and she's a good actress she is. too oh, I yeah. mean she is. Uh, you know Jason and Laura really anchor the whole show they did. along with Ruth yeah with the, the yeah, actress that plays Ruth from the get-go she was outstanding she was she she really did stand out as a kooky you know really impoverished uh, in a family of ne'er-do-wells um, but really came to the <laughs> really came through that was gary's uh notification there so hey you know what's a new day we're, we're just keeping it real <laughs> well that's a live podcast uh, yeah, exactly but uh, you you do have to keep up with your shows and i almost needed to go back and watch season two at least the last episode because like where did this start and where did where did where did we go you know they they started out in the very first episode, and they they had to to uh, flee, and they ended up in the Ozarks and began their new their new life there. And so you almost need to go back and refresh yourself. Oh, you do. There was a um, after the fact. I saw there was a season two recap. Uh, we should have done that. <laughs> should have done that. Yeah, should have done that. But so if you watch it, you may want to do that first. It's kind of annoying, though. I think when like all the Harry Potter books, which I read and enjoyed along the way, some more than others, you have to when you have to have a glossary of terms <clears throat> to under you have to refer to, and it's it's kind of like Hamilton when you have to go to a class before you can go see a show. I, you kind of lose me a little bit. Well, and, and the same thing, you know, I'm a big science fiction fan, and same thing when I read Dune. Uh, you know, they had a whole glossary of terms relating to, you know, Dune that, well, you know, how hard am I going to have to work to yeah. enjoy this book? I think, there, I think there are different types of readers. I think there are people that enjoy the massive amounts of information that you need to appreciate uh, a, a certain style kind of book. And then others who want to read it and enjoy it and understand where the story, the beginning, the middle, and the end, when I was writing my books, before I ever started the books, I knew the beginning, the middle, and the end. In between that, 
things changed as I wrote characters because I oh hey I like this character more than I thought mm -hmm. I would so I'm gonna I'm gonna ramp that character up I'm gonna change it another character maybe less but I knew the beginning the middle and the end and by storyboarding it out and not losing my focus on where that went and that's the way I am when I read a book I want to feel that same way I don't want to be at the end go what happened <laughs> yeah. uh, don't leave me hanging it's like when I when I give you a high five you know and I put my hand don't leave me hanging give yeah. me your hand <laughs> uh, but, movies are the same way you hate a movie that ends that it just leaves a lot of unresolved issues you really I, I do and you go huh <laughs> what yeah. just happened here um, I don't I don't appreciate that but all of these shows that are so so good and so well done are like that. You have to, they're serious, you have to invest in them. So I guess choose wisely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, that's uh, because this one, Ozark, is 10 episodes. So yeah. you're, it's an investment. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, if you're into that, uh, especially if you've seen season one and two, if you haven't, go back and watch season one and two. I was interested that they filmed that, the, I, I don't know about the others, but this season, season, this last season, in Georgia. Yeah, I think it has to do with uh, tax breaks and uh, you know, other considerations that Georgia gives uh, movie makers. Well, absolutely gorgeous where they filmed it. So beautiful. Right there in north of Atlanta, Lake Altoona, and, and then uh, uh, all that whole area. I know very well from... Growing up, and my uncle having a cabin up on a lake up there. So. Was it Lake Lanier? Lake Lanier, yes. Yeah. 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 And Gary yeah. was born in Atlanta. So. so, yeah, it's a beautiful area. Oh, it's so gorgeous. And I was very curious to know what they used for their casino because the, the riverboat. It's like, how did they do that? Because it looked like a real, you know, like their real deal with their real signage and stuff. So. Yeah, I'm sure it probably is. They probably either got it on loan or, you know, worked a deal or something, yeah. you would think. So, I, I, that binge watching that we did on Saturday just was enough to hold me for a while. I don't know. Do you have anything on your... Uh, I'm kind of mildly interested to see Freud. You know, they said it's a little, uh, a little off the wall. Why are but... you interested in that? Well, um... It just, of course, I think Sigmund Freud's an interesting character. Well, I, I know, but I mean, I, mean, I don't mean that. It's like what, um, I think why I ask that is because right now I'm looking for real escapism that's going to kind of really be almost silly, especially after that boy, you know, Ozark, super heavy, super, super heavy, and now I'm looking for something oh. It sounds like this is, they, they've kind of put this on the silly meter a little bit, too. Oh, I mean, okay. it's it's very exaggerated, uh, so, uh, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm looking into that. I'm thinking about, uh, you know, trying to find another good science fiction series. And yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll uh, see what's out there. I am greatly invested in the Acorn series, Midsummer Murders, because... Again, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. And I know by the end of it, and it's a, those are long. They're not really short shows. But, um, you know, they will find the murderer. And in the meantime, you get to immerse yourself into 
English countryside and them having tea. They drink a lot. They drink a lot of, of wine uh, at every meal. They're, they're drinking wine and somebody comes in and they pour them a drink and they drink tea. And, but it's, it's so beautifully done. The countryside is so beautiful. Well, and, and uh, it's so well scripted too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the writing acted, is yeah. very good. And there's always a zinger or there's always a twist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you think it's all wrapped up in a bow, then, then something else happens. Yeah. So, but and, it's uh, very well written. John Nettles, uh, Nettie's first name, John yes. Nettles? Yes, John Nettles. Uh, did not know that he had, wow, he had a career before <laughs> Midsummer, not being able to have access to British shows through the years until now. Who knew all that great stuff was going on over there for all those years? Well, he was uh, at 10 years in the series Bergerac, and he uh, was apparently quite quite a heartthrob in that series. I like him. I like him so much. And we can't find the we can't find that. We we are trying to find it streaming YouTube, uh, you know DVD. It was just not to be had. <laughs> there is a DVD set, but it's only place in. Uh, the European machine. Yeah, that's what so, I mean. So we can't yeah. we can't really find it. Maybe but one day. If you don't know this actor, John Nettles, look him up because he's very very good and very cool. If you have access to Acorn, if you don't while you're locked in, you should subscribe. It's not expensive to subscribe no. to Acorn and BritBox both. They're what about sixty dollars a year, something like that. Yeah, something in that range, yeah. They're not expensive, and the shows are so worth it. They're they are. so, so worth it and vast. Yes. So, anyway, Gary is <laughs> beeping all over the place. He is he is being beeped, so we're going to just go ahead and uh, invite you to visit us at our YouTube channel, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Visit our website, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Contact us through the website, or you can contact me directly at PamND561 at gmail.com. We appreciate you being here. Don't forget, wash your hands. Stay with us.